Good evening, Don't Unfriend Me Nation. My name is Matthew Spear. I am the host of Don't Unfriend Me. Welcome to the show, episode 404. So much to talk about. So much to do. Nancy Pelosi, no longer speaker. Whole bunch of money with FTX and Bitcoin style type of digital currency going through Ukraine and Democrats. I mean, what do we what do we talk about tonight? Well, something that plays a little bit closer to the heart. And I want to talk about this new bill that just passed the Senate. And it has to do with marriage equality. And the name of the bill, like all Democrat bills, are really not very descriptive. The monikers placed inside the title very rarely have anything to do or provide a glimpse of what's truly in the bill. And tonight we're going to talk about it. I'm going to bring you both sides of the argument in, oh, I don't know, a minute and five seconds to be exact. I'll be right back. Listen to this. It's a good song. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Do you want the truth? Are you tired of being so confused? You feel like you're more fucked up than the lies on the evening news. We'll just step right in. We can talk about it all as friends. And if you want, we can hug and kiss and make up for the You got to love it. You got to love it. Why do you got to love it? Well, because it's good music. That's why. Folks, there is a new bill that just went through the Senate. Respect for Marriage Act. Respect for Marriage Act. It's kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act. Inflation won't be reduced. It's kind of like the Don't Say Gay Bill, even though the word gay is not in it in any way, shape, or form. And No one ever said you can't say gay. It just said you can't sexualize and predate on our kids. Seems pretty non-controversial to me. I believe in marriage equality. I think government should stay out of marriage. I don't think it's any of their business. I think it should stay out of our bedroom too. And I want to make sure that I am very, very clear. You watch this from the first three minutes or all the way through its entirety. I support the LGBTQ community and any person to marry any other homo sapien that they want. I don't care. It's none of my business. Get married. Get the tax breaks. Get the headaches. Get the cold feet in the morning. Get the trash not being taken out. When your wife decides to go ahead and wash her bras and underwear and hang them all over the place, or your husband washes his jockstrap or a lack thereof, 
all the finer points of marriage. Be prepared never to be right again. Be prepared never to see a $20 bill again for the rest of your life. If you want to get married, that's your choice. And there are wonderful things attached to marriage. Children. Growing old together. Having common interests. Even the arguments lead somewhere good most of the time. I think marriage is an amazing thing. And the institution of a marriage is a noble concept between a man and a woman. That's the definition. You don't have to like it, but that's the definition. And there are several viewpoints with this. There are people who have no desire ever to get married and are fine with just common law marriage or nothing in between. And there's people who believe in the religious institution of marriage, which is a union before God. And then there's people who believe that it's a government-run process for legal reasons, people will join in union. And that's pretty much it. But the religious implications of this bring up a lot of questions. Now, I'm not a religious person. If you're looking for a religious podcast and somebody who follows God, and not because I don't, because I don't believe, but I have my reasons and I'm searching. I am the sheep that went astray. I've lost my way from the flock. It doesn't mean I'm not trying every single day to become humble before God. And I'm learning again. Graham Allen's available. Joel Steen's available. There's plenty of places that do shows where you can get that part of your life. But what you're going to get from me is an honest account of both sides. I, however, will defend Christians and religion with ferocity. Just because I haven't found the U2 son, what I'm looking for, doesn't mean that I will not defend people who have. I believe religion is an extremely intimate, passionate, and important part of our society. And just as much as people, if they choose not to believe, deserve that freedom, and people who do believe deserve freedom. And there really is only one attack taking place. It's those who believe. This bill, although I support it 98%, like most things Democrats do, it's the 2% that's hidden and tossed in that I take umbrage with. The U.S. Senate voted on this bill that supporters are insisting is just an affirmation of same-sex marriage status quo. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer from New York tells it, his party simply wants to cement Oberfell's 2015 redefinition of marriage into federal law, which I'm fine with. Codifying this into law, it's about time. But the Senate did vote 62 to 37 to advantage the Respect for Marriage Act, which it is most assuredly 98% about respect for marriage and those people who decide to get married, no matter what race, color, creed, or sexual disposition they may or may not have. The 2% that I'm talking about is the possibility of persecution for one's religious beliefs and not necessarily which church you go to or if you decide to do a bake sale at your church or if you preach upon the pulpit or the pew or the 
dais, what the hell is it called? Where, uh, where do you do sermons from? I don't know. See, I told you I wasn't an expert. Someone leave it in the comments below. I know it's on the tip of my tongue. The pew is where people see the steeple, the church and the steeple, and then turn it upside down and it's all the people. Whatever, someone, someone educate me. But it doesn't matter. Twelve Republicans joined with every Democrat in support. And the lawmakers, I think, who voted along with it, specifically the Republicans, didn't read the bill. Like, it was that difficult. I think it's like seven pages. I happen to read it, and I'll go through it with you. But it's not the case that it's simply about marriage equality. And not only is the language light years more radical than the justices' ruling seven years ago in the Ogerfell case, it's cracking down on parents, charities, adoption agencies, teachers, Christian schools, counselors, and Bible-believing professionals. The government would be declaring open season on anyone who believes in marriage as it's always been the union of a man and a woman. It protects the churches and formal institutions of theological practice but nothing else. Like I said, if it's the church with the pew and the people and all the steeple, whatever, that's fine. Religious implications are pretty much zero. And churches have that right, but so do people and so do citizens. Those rights are not just the institutions of God or theological buildings of practice. It has to extend beyond that practice because spirituality doesn't leave you It's with you all the time. And that is my argument. It's not my argument that people who believe in God should never, you know, support or approve of gay marriage or anything to that effect, or that you have to participate in it. Or if you actually shake someone's hand who's gay or lesbian, that you'll get cooties and become gay and lesbian. That's not my argument. The argument is simply that it's not constitutional to only protect churches and places of worship but not the worship and the spirituality inside the individual, because that's what the Constitution protects. It's extremely important. And why is it important? Because here's the verbiage. Nothing in this act or any amendment made by this act shall be construed to diminish or abrogate a religious liberty or a a conscience protection otherwise available to an individual or organization under the Constitution of the United States or federal law. That sounds fantastic. That's exactly what I just said. However, there's one other portion. Enforcement by the Attorney General. The Attorney General may bring a civil action in the appropriate United District Court against any person who violates subsection A for declaratory and injunctive relief. Private right of action, any person who is harmed by a violation of subsection A may bring a civil action in the appropriate United States District Court against the person who have violated such subsection for declaratory and injunctive relief. I bet you want me to tell you what that means. It means there might be not criminal repercussions. It may not mean that you can be charged with a crime, a hate crime or discrimination in the court of public opinion, which doesn't matter because just the sheer announcement of such an allegation 
convicts people in the court of public opinion, but that's neither here nor there. Civil action is financial responsibility. And if you impose harm on another person when it comes to their marriage equality, you can be sued civilly if deemed by the district court. This is the problem. And that's what creates this open season against all of those groups that I made, minus the religious institutions. So what will it say in two, if two more Americans are considered fair game by the Justice Department for their views on natural marriage? Under this bill, they are sitting ducks, prime targets for government investigation, prosecution, even civil action, because all of those things are on the table during a civil trial. H.R. 8404, you can read it yourself, is a stick of dynamite that in the hands of the left would supercharge the attacks, the marginalization, and the oppression of people of faith and anyone who believes in marriage as human history defines it. Of course, Senate Democrats insist the threat to religious freedom that held up the bill this summer has been fixed, that the fix, which is a few flimsy sentences clarifying that institutions won't be forced to perform actual wedding ceremonies, does nothing to resolve the hammer this legislation takes to everyday people. It doesn't protect the worker who doesn't want to be coerced to celebrate LGBT Pride Month. It's not going to protect the parent who says, I don't want my children indoctrinated with this abominable curriculum. The greatest threat are the policies like the so-called Respect for Marriage Act being considered to pass into law. And once again, where are the Republicans protecting the religious freedoms of Americans and more importantly, their pocketbooks? They are what curtail the exercise of religious freedom, which leads not to a violent overthrow of this fundamental freedom, but to its systemic suppression and eventual loss. America must understand we cannot promote abroad what we will not protect at home, including freedom, and most importantly, individual freedoms. Now, do I think that this will pass? Yes. And unfortunately, Republicans once again have failed to negotiate and stand their ground because of a bill that is named after trigger words that invoke emotion into people. They are unable to stand firm and deliberate and present their case as to why a few lines needed to be removed to expand not just to protect the house of God, but more importantly, the most important house we possess, which is the shrine of our human bodies in connection to God. That goes with us everywhere, like I said. That is until Democrats decide that we can no longer have it, whether we like it or not. Folks, wonderful to be with you tonight. Thanks for watching the Don't Unfriend Me show. And I'm very aware that Democrats can't take God from us, but they can make it as difficult as they have been, and that is not okay with me. Please do me a favor. If you liked what you heard tonight, you can share, like, subscribe, and follow across my Facebook page, Rumble, YouTube, all the podcasts at Don't Unfriend Me Show, and stop by Twitter at The Dumb Show and follow me there. And you can stop by the Don't Unfriend Me store and pick up some cool shirts, hats, coffee, and coffee mugs. All go to um, me, but 10% goes to veterans. And also, um, it's all veteran-made, made in the USA. 
I got an email. I got distracted. Anyway, folks, thanks for watching tonight. I appreciate it. I'll leave you with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Press 1. 22 veterans commit suicide a day. It's way too many. Please do me a favor and reach out to a vet. Traumatic brain injury. Injury, anxiety, depression. I'm failing, folks. I got to get off this darn thing. And uh, TBIs are all very real. Please do me a favor and provide this number to a veteran, whether it's a swim buddy or a battle buddy or anybody. Just please take care of our vets. Remember, it's free of charge. It'll never be reported to your duty station. And if you're a civilian, you can call too. You don't have to be a veteran. It works for everybody. Folks, I'm your host, Matt Spear. Thanks for watching. Stumbles and all. Have a good one, and I will see you tomorrow.